the diamond, I realized that I have to be The Empathy Museum presents A Mile in My Shoes. These are a lovely little size five mushroom-coloured brogue-style pump with turquoise cotton laces and a lovely bright leather inside of turquoise and a turquoise spongy sole. These shoes belong to Caitlin and this is her story. Having a twin, in my experience, is like never being lonely. But we argue all the time and people don't see that. But that's because the arguing doesn't really matter compared to the actual good times we have. It's like you wish you had a twin, but you don't, but you do. My name is Caitlin. I'm 16, I turn 17 on Friday. I live in Lossy Mouth. My twin had this epiphany about a year and a bit ago. She was in the park and she decided that she wanted to do acting because we were always told to go for the realistic option. So then we just decided to go for the unrealistic option. I just kind of like discovered technical theatre because I know I'm not talented enough to be on the stage, but then when I discovered the behind the scenes, I was just like, this is what I want to do. It's basically like stage management, which is like organizing everything in the shows, being the director, which is putting everything on the stage, lighting, sound, all of that. If you're organized and everyone else can be as well, if you're like the stage manager, I'd say me and my twin are pretty similar because we both need to know what we're doing and when we're doing it. Because, like, she's going to uni this year. She's not going to the accommodation. She's getting the train and the bus every single morning to go to Inverness. Last night, we stayed up to, like, 2 a.m. making timetables in Microsoft Excel, just showing what we were going to be doing every week. So I think we're similar in, like, the organisation terms, but it's a bit funny how she went onto the stage and I went behind the stage. Oh yes, I otherwise it's yeah. I always picture us walking together on shows when we get older. For that to happen one day that would mean the most to me because then we could both show in the faces of everyone who told us to be realistic and be successful together. That would just be the best. The purpose of it is to be happy in what you're doing and fulfill your passion rather than playing it safe. Like growing up and going to primary school and high school, I never really encountered anyone who wasn't a cisgender heterosexual person. And it was all normal, so to say. But it was when I was 12 that I just knew it wasn't really like me. So someone I knew came out as bisexual on Facebook because I'd never been shown that before in my entire life. I was just like, that's me. So I was just like, you know what, that's who I am. So I then made a post on Facebook and I also made a group chat with my family in it and 
came out to them through that on Facebook Messenger. And I would have done it differently if I could. And I didn't get a very great response from that. But I was like the first person to come out of my school and I was a first year. And doing that kind of set like a base for other people to come out. So now I know like my friends and loads of people in my school who are LGBT. And with my friends in school, none of them are straight. When I came out, I was then able to be myself more and I was able to express myself despite the hate that I got. Me and my twin both are LGBT. We're both bisexual. And there was always like the jokes about us being together because we raised each other, so we're really, really close. So people are obviously gonna make assumptions, which is just stupid, but we just find it funny because it's obviously not true. Me and Emma, my twin, we just kind of grew up in like, I don't want to say broken household because that's cliche, but like kind of rocky because our mother and our father divorced when we were nine or 10. And then me and Emma moved with our mother. We lived in an abusive household, which we couldn't really get out of. But then when we moved on our own, me, Emma and our mum, she would go to work and then me and Emma would stay in and Emma would make us tea and she holds that against me. I made us curry when we were younger. It's really only been us, even though we do have other family. It was just like fun. Like we didn't even really leave our room much. We always just stayed in our room. It was basically like living together. We didn't even have to share a room. But when we moved back to Lossie, we actually did have separate rooms. But then we were offered the choice of still having separate rooms or moving together into the biggest room in the house. So we chose the big room and then we could play games and we could watch shows and we could just hang out together. And if we had a mini fridge, we would have never left that room. <laughs> it feels like us is against the world all the time, but that's because it really is. Like we have friendships come and go, we have relationships come and go, but then it's always just us. And like the hardest thing we've ever done was just this April when we were 16 going into our own rooms. It was so difficult. We even plan to live together when we're older. Even these days, me and Emma make her own tea. And when she cooks, I clean. When I cook, she cleans. We're always told, I wish I was a twin because people see us together and we love each other more than anything in the world. And then our first response is, no, you don't, because it's, it seems all sunshine and rainbows, but really, when you have parents, it's two times less money on your birthday. If you want to go on a school trip, it's two times more expensive, so you can't really go. You have the same friends, but then if you have different friends, it's kind of weird. Well, my first Pride was Grampian Pride, and that was the fun Pride experience, and then Edinburgh Pride was like the adult Pride experience. When I went to Edinburgh Pride, we met my mother's best friend's friends. Then we were gonna go join the march, because I like marching, because it's not a parade, it's a protest. And then we decided to go to a gay bar, 
And the first thing I thought when I got into the bar was like, this is like the weirdest place I've ever been, but it was like amazing. Cause I've never really been to a normal bar, nevertheless a gay bar. And it was like so fantastic going there because it felt like I could be myself, like even more so. The music came on that I liked, like Diana Ross and Cher and things. All that music came on and I loved it. And I plan to go to so many more. Like I plan for that to be my hobby. Like some people like to travel the world. I might travel the world, go to prides everywhere. It's mainly the fact of like wanting to go to pride and then wanting to be different every time and find new friends and find new people. Coming out, it was a really tricky thing, obviously, because it's a 12-year-old, like, saying something. And then my mother claimed it was a phase, and she still does, four or five years later, which I just think is really, really funny. It's like all the ignorance, and I've, like, faced bullying in high school and things. That being called a faggot, being shoved into walls, being told to kill myself, all them kind of things. That's just kind of like the day-to-day -day life for me that I feel. But going to Pride, I can be myself. And the people insulting me in my day-to-day -day life, I didn't really find that funny. But then when I go to Pride and I see someone with a sign that says Judgment Day is coming, I find that hilarious. That's one of my favorite parts is laughing at the protesters. But I won't laugh at the people who tell me horrible things because that's like directed at me just to get a reaction of me but I'm successful now and they're not so <laughs> I'm most successful I would say in actually being myself and having a career ahead of me I know I'm gonna do well and have teachers still connected with me in years and years time and I stayed with my goals and I changed my goals to fulfill my passion When I think about starting the NC course, it's terrifying because there's a little story about when I was in primary school and I was terrified of so horrible stage fright. So that part was given to Emma, my twin. And so I find that really funny because she got the solo part from me then and now she's on the stage. Now I'm trying to go on the stage, but my stage fright is so terrifying. Like now I've started wearing makeup on the stage to mask my red face because it goes so red and I'm so scared. I know I'm gonna do it. So it's kind of like scared but excited. I would never have pictured myself going to perform in front of people and my friends and my twin and I know it's going to be really tricky but I know I have to do it to get out there. This year college is probably the most important thing that I want to do because it'll give me confidence to be on the stage. I feel like in the end it's going to be a lot better than had I done school with it. Personally, I think for me the future looks like a big struggle but it'll still be fulfilling my passion and that's really all that matters. Caitlin's story was produced by Monica Brown. Her shoes are part of a growing collection of footwear hosted by the Empathy Museum's A Mile in My Shoes exhibition. The, moment we the shoes and stories come from all over the world. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram to find out where we are going next. <laughs>